welcome to episode 30 of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Today we are joined with Javi, who's going to be here for part of the episode. He wanted to tag along. Actually, we asked him to tag along. Um, so my number 30 for episode 30 is Marty Brodeur, probably one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. And Javi, who's your number 30? My number 30 is uh, Dave Roberts, manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's one. So And... and uh, before I get into my number 30, Josh, just the most disrespectful intro song you could have played, given the circumstances. You what? act as if you act as, as if DMX did not just die this week. Okay, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. So, uh, apology, apologize for everyone. Can I'm you apologize? Not, no, I'm not going to apologize that because Molly Crew's pretty cool. Yeah, but... Did anyone in Molly Crew die this week? No, but they probably did. <laughs> Dude, what? they died came back to life once, so that's they not watching it. Cool. Okay, what's, yeah, your, what's your number thirty? We're off to a terrible start. My number thirty is Nicky Delmonico, Chicago White Sox. He's been cut by them like three times. Just a terrible baseball player, but he seems like a good person, so that's my number thirty. Uh, not a great one, but R.I.P. D.M.X. R.I.P. Yeah, T's and P's, DMX. Big big time T's and P's podcast. Hey, Javi, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great. Kind of tired, but off to a great start. Okay, good to hear, good to hear. So, we had the Masters this week, Josh, did we not? Did oh, we, we, not did. Have we, did have, we did have the Masters, and Javi's actually kind of t- turned into a golf guy. I went golfing with Javi on Sunday. Um, beat him, so... There's that. Almost broke only two clubs this time. So all in all, it was a successful round. Josh had a nice uh, eagle on a par four, so that was impressive Chip, to see. Chipped in nice. on par four. And also, he uh, par three, he skipped the water twice to make it, it on the green. Style, Augusta style, yeah. Did I intentionally do it? Yes. But. <laughs> yes. Wait, I got to ask you a question that I, that I never know how to answer because I'm awful at golf. Uh, what's your handicap there, Josh? A lot. A lot. Okay. I play. What is that even? That means like how above par you are, right? Okay. Like Twenty. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm around that. I'm probably higher. I don't golf as much as you. Yeah, I kind of hate golf. Um, so I really, it's turning into just hate at this point. But yeah, so we were we were watching the Masters. Some things happened. Um, Bryson DeChambeau kind of sucks at golf. Uh, I think we need to get this out of the way. Uh, DeChambeau sucks. His outfit sucks. His hat sucks. He sucks. Literally, I I was going to calculate it, but I didn't have time because I was watching him suck. Um, his rounds at Augusta, he, he was like he said his own personal par back in November, if anyone remembers, for what his par was when he was going to break Augusta. Well, Augusta broke him, and he's such a loser. He's such a crybaby loser. Like, okay, you're fat, Bryson. Cool. Get no, he's he's swole, dude. He's swole. You know who's swole? Blake Kepka. Dude, and- quit. That's not our brand. Like, we can't just steal from them all the time. I'm not. I'm referencing them. I'll cite them in the 
Yeah, they, cite your source. Cite dude, your source, please. It literally just rolls off my tongue. I don't even think about it. Okay, so Brooks Kepka comes out on a broken leg, and he's out there balling it out, misses the cut, but whatever. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean balling out? He missed the cut. He's missing the cut. Yeah. He had one leg. Have you ever tried to golf with one leg? There's only two people I know that have golfed with one leg. Tiger. Name is Maybe he shouldn't have been there. One of his. No, he came back to do it. Tiger might have been better out of a wheelchair. Just saying. I wasn't talking about Tiger. Could have been. Could have been. I. The only two people are Brooks Kapka and Dave Getty are the only two people I've ever seen golf on one leg. <laughs> so. yeah, dude, Dave Dave Getty's a shankopotamus <laughs> if I've ever seen one. That guy stinks. <laughs> I'll never forget. We were playing. I can't remember what course we were playing. I was really young. We didn't pull out his driver the entire round just because he couldn't hit it. <laughs> Dude, that that guy walked more on a broken leg than I have on two legs my entire life. It was just not healthy. Not good. But Yeah, so it was a rocky, rocky start for Brooks. But, hey, I mean, you got to respect the dude. He came back and played on a broken leg. He, he had surgery two days ago, and he's out there two weeks ago, but whatever. He's out there at Augusta battling it out, playing better than I could ever dream of playing. And so what? You can't make every cut. Like, You know what? You, you know what I'm going to do from this point on? What? I'm going to be the pro uh, Bryson DeChambeau guy. I'm literally going to cancel this podcast. I hate that guy so much. He's terrible for golf. So the golf course we went to yesterday has a like a pro shop, and I saw the Puma hats that DeChambeau wears, and I was like, hey, Josh, check this out. <laughs> He's like, I will leave you right here if you purchase that. So that's how much he actually hates him. I can't stand him. He's ruined the game of golf. <laughs> it's not like it was that interesting of a game. It's like, no lecture game. If if he's giving you like a level of hatred to hate him, that's good for golf. Like to hate a guy because who no. hates golfers, right? Me, Tiger Woods, dude. We missed him. We really missed Tiger. The Masters weren't the same because you don't have that storyline on Thursday where you're like, yeah, Tiger's gonna win the Masters this year. How can Tiger win the Masters? It kind of sucked without Tiger. But I guess we should probably mention who did. Adeki Matsuyama came out wait that that is definitely a player that i have named on my hockey team (laughs) for nhl 2015 right am i am i wrong about that probably have (laughs) like i think i think word like like name for name word for word whatever he's been on my hockey team he said suzuki (laughs) no 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 that's yeah yeah but (laughs) whatever but yeah congrats to him yeah, dude, un- unreal iron play. He really took advantage of the course softening up on Saturday with the rain. She took advantage of it. Bryson DeChambeau didn't really take advantage of it. Um, but I really, I honestly wanted to see more out of Xander Shoffley. I thought he was going to do well. And Happy Gilmore's caddy. That's what close. everyone was saying. Everybody was, was all over that. Dude, he's got on his wedge. He's, like, got the quote that the caddy says because he's, like, Growing up his entire life being like, yeah, I'm happy Gilmore's caddy. So it was pretty cool. I thought, like, for a second, I thought he actually was his caddy in the movie. Like, he played him. Because, like, everybody was going in so hard on that joke. I was like, is that actually true? But it wasn't. Absolutely amazing. But, yeah, congrats to Hideki Matsuyama. Dude, dude, this morning, just carrying his green jacket through the Atlanta airport like a baller. Yep. People are taking pictures of him. Like, this guy, he, like, literally just drapes it over the back of the seat like you would your hoodie when he's waiting i'm like okay dude's a dude's a baller but yeah so that i mean that's really all from the masters oh 
nice to have fans back. I had another note that I was just saying that I didn't want to forget. I definitely forgot it. Um, what was it about? This is terrible, terrible radio, but whatever. I forgot. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. Sick. We Good got job. Hobby here. He's he's our baseball expert, kind of. He watches baseball like I watch hockey, um, and he's only allowed to talk about the Dodgers five times on this episode, and he's already <laughs> at one. So he's Wait. Got four more mentions of the Dodgers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 So four to go. Keeping a tally on this one. So, uh, have you? Did you guys talk? You haven't mentioned how we went to the game, right? No, I haven't gotten there yet. We haven't. That was after. Should we dive in, or what do you want do me to you, say? Do you? I mean, I was just kind of introducing it. You're here still. Do you want to dive into MLB right now? Yeah. I got. Wait, wait. Let's 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 do because MLB will be our longer segment. We'll do that in a second. Uh, we're gonna go through the whole story of Javi and I going to Detroit, though. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, we'll do that right before baseball then. Yeah, because it segues right perfectly. So let me give you some NHL updates. You can leave the mic on, Javi. You don't have to turn it hey, on every single time. Yeah, feel, feel free to chip. I don't know what I'm talking about. You literally I just don't want you guys to be right moaning. Now. It's fine. Why are you moaning? I'm, I'm kidding. What? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> what? I, I, <laughs> yeah. I need it's, air uh, for that one. <laughs> Nice jug, Javi. <laughs> He's over here drinking immune boosters while I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> um, what you got in there? Is it, if it's just water. It's uh, some muscle rebuild after, you know, <laughs> getting the gains at the gym. <laughs> the, the grind don't stop these days, man. Oh, God. Yeah, so the NHL happened. Trade deadline happened. Um. The Blackhawks made a couple moves. I can't remember the players they moved because I was at work today, dude. Take it off. Pretty irrelevant. Matthias, Matthias, Janmark, and uh, yes. Carl Soderberg. That's about it. Brandon Hagel. Who cares? Like it's a bunch of minor deals. Probably good for the team in the long run, but I don't really care. Not the biggest moves of the of the trade deadline, though. You no, know, possibly. We had, we had Taylor Hall. He Taylor went. Taylor Hall got moved for nothing. For absolutely nothing. He literally. Peanuts. He literally got moved for nothing. What's going on in the MLB there, Avi? Oh, never. That sucks. I didn't want to see that. Oh, the Pirates Sorry. are now losing four to one of the Padres. I just wanted to see like a little like He's some checking score the updates, score, but... and I thought that it was gonna be good, so I set myself up. <laughs> but we're still talking about hockey. Okay. Um. So yeah, Taylor Hall. I can't believe he got moved, but I found out why he got moved for so little. It's because <laughs> Boston terrible. No, Boston's the only team that he was willing to lift his no-trade clause for, and he didn't want to play for Buffalo. So they were really in a lose-lose. He put them in a bad place, and he's like, I've always wanted to play in Boston. So I honestly don't know. Is he from Boston? No, he's Canadian. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't um, know much about hockey, though. But, like, I don't know if this really makes the Bruins that much better. Like, What? Just, Taylor Hall... What? Taylor Hall has one goal all season. We're at the end of the season, and Taylor Hall has scored one goal. I mean, and he's not really going to play that many top-line minutes right off the bat in Boston. And Boston's just a dumpster fire in general right now. They're falling apart. I, th- I, think, it, I think it makes them a lot better. I mean, I don't even know if he's trying in Buffalo anymore. That, that like, Let me preface this by saying I'm a much – not as 
big hockey guy as you. Yeah. Um, but like, that's a former MVP, just like three years removed. He's dude, he's still a very talented player. Ninety percent of his career, though. What? Like, he was supposed to be like Connor McDavid. He was supposed to save the Oilers. He's had one good year where he won the MVP, and he's been surrounded by great players. It's it, crazy. This is this is his fifth different team, right? Five. He's a young guy. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's why I'm like, okay, Boston's probably going to be better. I just don't know if this puts them in the cup contending position. And that's really what you like to see from the trade deadline is cup contending moves. Now, oh, I'm going to shout out UMass. Just won the they won the national championship in Pittsburgh over the weekend for hockey. UMass won their first. It was pretty electric actually. So in 2016, for those of you who aren't Penguins experts, the Penguins won the Stanley Cup with their goalie was named Matt Murray, and the local legend Phil Kessel was on that team. So the Frozen Four is in Pittsburgh, and UMass's goalies get COVID, so they have to play their third string goalie. Guess what his name is? Guess what his name is? Phil Murray. No, Matt Murray is this goalie's name. He comes oh. in, wins uh, the game, uh, wins the game for UMass, puts him in. National championship game. UMass is on the power play. I think they're up two goals at this point. But they they can basically win the game by scoring another goal. Defense with the last name Kessel scores a goal in the house that Phil Kessel built. So it was kind of cool for me. <laughs> Still the thrill. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that's ever called it the house Phil Kessel built because we <laughs> traded for five years after <laughs> we built that building. But whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, congrats to UMass. They built one hell of a program over there. And now the cup contenders. So you got to make a move to get depth in the middle of the ice if you want to win a cup. My Pittsburgh Penguins traded for Jeff Carter. Listen to this lineup. Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Jeff Carter down the middle of the ice. Like, holy cow, Jeff Carter? Jeff Carter, the the Jeff Carter, Javi, yeah. Javi, Penguins traded for Jeff Carter. Can you believe that? I'm not. Hockey is a sport I at least follow. Probably. He's a two time he's two time Cup winner. I know who Jimmy Carter is, but I don't know Jeff Carter. The Jeff Carter, dude. Who did he, who did he get traded from? Like did, from L.A. Exactly. That's he the question. From L.A. to Pittsburgh. Oh, oh wow. did he win with L.A.? Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's old. Yeah, but yeah, kind of washed is what the people are saying. Have you ever have you heard of Matt Collin? Does that ring a bell to you? <laughs> no, it doesn't ring a bell actually. He was the anchor of the 2016-2017 third line, and guess how old he was? He was 40. So, you know, I'm just saying the Penguins have done it before. They brought I in. Just, I just got flashbacks yeah. to 40-year-old Chris Kunitz playing on the Chicago Blackhawks. This is a depth move, and I think it helps the Penguins. They've been hurt, I think. The peng- this Penguins team, like, I'm actually not – this isn't my, like, the Pirates are good. I actually legitimately believe the Penguins can win the Stanley Cup this year. I think, like, when I think – I don't know like, that they will. I think they can. When Continue. I, when I think of, like, a 40-year-old guy, like, in the regular season, he probably would not be good. But I can see it, like, especially I see, like, for example, in baseball, you get a guy like Howie Kendrick. He's, like, 40 years old, and he helps them win a World Series. 
uh, the Washington Nationals, and he was like 40 years old. Jeff and, Carter's 36, by the way. Yeah, but like all you need, that's what I'm saying, for playoffs, if you just use them in bursts and use his experience, I can see it's really I mean, valuable. He's th- yeah, he's a third liner. He used to be a first top liner. He's third line. He's going to play third line minutes. So he's, now, a good, now, he's a good postseason player to make a run, but yeah. not probably after this year, they might let him go. Oh, he's only signed through this year, and we only retained half of the contract. I actually love it. Like, I think it's going to be a great move. Quick question. What country, is he, what country is he from? Pretty sure he's American. Okay. I was going to say, like, is that is that a Howie Kendrick, 36 years old, or an Albert Pujols, 36 years old? Because Albert Pujols is four years older than what he actually says he is. I'm just saying. Definitely, definitely lied on that birth certificate. But, yeah, he did. Oh, he's Canadian from London, Ontario. Oh. See, uh, that's, that's a little more questionable then. No, he played for the Flyers back in 2010. No. So I'm surprised you don't know who he is. Hey, wait, what what did the Flyers do that year? I forgot. I think they lost the cup. Oh, wait, who did they lose to? I don't know, but they lost the puck as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was the all-time worst, like, Stanley Cup's overtime celebration Terrible. ever. Horrendous. Just, nobody knew. Patrick Kane was the only guy that knew. But not oh. to get too sidetracked, but yeah. Do you got any more hockey notes? Vancouver has the cocoa. They're finally going to start. The, the playoffs need to start. I want them to start so bad. I'm excited for playoff hockey. I want my wires to cross. I want to get mad. I want to get drunk. What is uh, Pittsburgh's capacity looking like it's going to be come playoff time? Or what's it at right now? <sighs> it's still going to be about 3,000, but that 3,000 is going to sound like about 18,000. So you we got to get we got to get you in the stadium for that, man. You get some Yinzers up there, dude. Mm, don't just honestly throw me down in that. Throw me down at Permanis in the strip, and I'll be fine. I took I took Javi to Permanis for the first time on our trip to Detroit. You get you get coleslaw in that sandwich. I did, and I wasn't a huge fan after. I tried. I was like, I have try to it. get it. I'm just not a fan of coleslaw. <laughs> I eat it, Josh. Eat it. I commend him for trying it. Okay, whatever. It wasn't his thing. It was still great sandwich. It's- it's not anyone's thing. It's coleslaw. It's it's coleslaw on a damn sandwich, Josh. You you can't have it. No, you can't. It's literally how you make a sandwich. Oh my god. You're oh my god. You're a narc. Okay. Anyway. Narc. Narc for not liking coleslaw. You're calling me the narc right now. <laughs> that's Holy some, cow. That's something narc would say right there. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay, so Javi and I took a trip to Detroit, um, and I hadn't been back to Detroit since 2009 after the Penguins won the Stanley Cup. 2010 after the Penguins won the Stanley Cup. Um, before Split. the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, so we were still the reigning Stanley Cup champions. Got it. I was I was literally just about to ask who won the Cup the year after, because yeah. I, I forgot for a second. I was second. there for the CCHA championships in, like, March. Um, so anyway, yeah, I hadn't been back in a while. He's like, do you want to go to a game? I was like, sure, I'll go to a game. Then he was like, have you ever been to a baseball game? And I was a little bit insulted that he had to ask because I did play baseball growing up and I grew up in Pittsburgh. Went to a lot of games. JB Big Stick. That's what they call it. That's what they call him. Yeah. That's literally was my nickname in Little League. So bet you didn't know that one, Javier. I did not. Yeah. Yeah. All ball, man. Did I hit dingers or did I hit dingers? Who gave you that nickname? Dave Getty. <laughs> Dave Getty. <laughs> Legend has it they still call me that. Um, but anyway, yeah, we were we were going to Detroit. We watched the Tigers, LT Grays play the Twins. 
Yeah, they're, they're playing <laughs> Twitch. You can talk, Javi. You're allowed to no, talk. No, I mean, like, it's like it's, it's Los Tigres, not El Tigres. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, figure it out there, Josh. Come on. He knew what I meant, though, and that's all that matters. So, yeah, we got up. We went to the gym. Then we drove to Detroit. Had a beer on a rooftop at 11 a.m. That was pretty great. Oh, I wore my Stanley Cup champion shirt from 2009, and people were yelling at me. And then I got on the Jumbotron while wearing it, and they didn't have me up long enough for me to get booed. But, Javi, do you want to do you want to talk about this trip? Like, yeah. So we get was there. Was it good for you? It was. It was pretty. Oh, it was awesome. You know, to see a baseball game again or just a professional sporting event. Um, so we get there, uh, we walk in, the concourse is totally empty. So it was a sick, like, you know, kind of felt like we run, we ran the place cause we could just walk no lines in the concession stands. It that was, was no, dangerous. no lines in the bathrooms, nothing. It was just like all to ourselves made BP actually for the twins saw like four to five minutes of it. Like there was like two groups still hitting. Josh ends up catching the ball from Tortuga from uh, Tortuga. Uh, so that was pretty sick. I mean, those baseballs go for like 20, 30 bucks at the, at the store. Um, it's on my mantle. So, I mean, like made the jumbo John made the, or got a ball, got toasted. Was, I would like to say for, by the sun, he's talking about getting toasted by the sun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and for the record, yes, there was a kid around. And yes, I did pick the ball up to hand to the kid, and then I realized he had a ball in his hand. So then I put it in my pocket. So for those of you that are going to attack me for taking a ball from a said kid that was probably there, and I was even going to be the bigger person because this kid was wearing a Columbus Blue Jackets hat. And with the whole beef going on with Brandon Nabinski and Sidney Crosby, I last person— obviously. Last person I want to see is a Blue Jackets fan. I was gonna, I was gonna be nice to this kid, even though I'm wearing Penguin stuff. He's wearing Blue Jackets stuff at a baseball game. Weird that we're wearing hockey stuff to a baseball game in Detroit. Uh, yeah. Neither, <laughs> neither team is, you know, within like a hundred miles. I don't think. But yeah, so like, I didn't steal the ball from a kid, and that did happen. And downside to the concession lines being so short, like Javi said. There was zero deterrent to not go back and get another beer. And they, I drank like twice as much as I paid for the ticket in beer. Yeah, Yeah, but it's a Detroit ticket. It had to be like five bucks. It was 30 bucks after fees. Yeah, they paid us basically to go in there. Okay, Javi, you didn't have to say the price. Now people know. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't include the hot dog and our our roasted (laughs) almonds and our Josh's nachos. (laughs) Damn, you dropped a pretty penny on that game, dude. Dude, I, he basically paid half of Cabrera's salary that day. Exposing <laughs> The beer tasted so good. It tasted so good. A live sporting event beer is the Especially best. Especially when it was like 80 degrees out. You know, you know. Oh, it's so yeah, and it's nice and watered down so you could stay hydrated too. Yeah, I'm just like, go back there. I'm like, give me another one. I'm like, give me another one. Give me another one. Dude, I went to a different one every time though so i didn't like why why are you why are you so like nervous about them recognizing you like, oh no i want them to the recognize guy that's had a couple beers no, i wanted them to recognize me like that would be so sick to just walk up and have them be like oh yeah him but no i was trying to figure out their beer selection around like because the first place they didn't have any drafts so i had to find a place that i could get cores on draft because i didn't want to pay 15 dollars for a lining kugel because i'm not a narc 
Um, and <laughs> I don't think you know what a narc I'm is. I'm not a cheesehead. I'm not a cheesehead, so I don't want lining kugels. I'm not paying 15 bucks for lining kugels. Um, it's a Wisconsin beer. I'm just saying I've had Line and Kugel before. I'm certainly not a yeah. cheese head. I love Line and Kugel, but are you going to pay $15 for it? I just go, Two just go ounces straight Bud Light at that point. Exactly. That's what I'm saying I did. So I had to go around and I had to find the right place. We had to get it all going. Hockey Town Cafe was closed, which really sucked because I was going to go in there and alpha everybody there with my shirt <laughs> on. That Dude, was- you, do, you do realize the Penguins lost to Detroit the year right before, right? You do realize that, like, if we go recency, I have three cups over them blocking my vision of 2008. And I... Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. So we're leaving the game, right? And I think I was just talking. Was I just talking? You were talking loud enough to... Like, there was a group <laughs> of, like, five guys walking Completely behind Completely unintentionally talking loud enough for people to hear. Okay. And I don't believe that. I, I don't. Think, I already don't believe this story. I turned around and saw they had Red Wings stuff on, and proceeded to talk about past playoff <laughs> games, about in, like between the Penguins and the Red Wings. And I said, it's not more accurate. I said something like, I was like, dude, I was like something about Max Talbot, and some kid goes, yeah, what about um or no, he's like, yeah, but do you remember Valtteri Filippo's overtime goal? And I was like. Do you remember Max Talbot scoring two goals in Game 7 or Marc-Andre Fleury's save? And he's like, we have 11 cups. How many do you have? And I'm like, how many have you been alive for, bud? He goes, one. I'm like, exactly. He did mention two. He did mention he had two because he was like two years old he's maybe like, for the first like, one. He's like, oh, no. They actually won in 2001, and I was born right after or right before it. And I'm like, that doesn't count. Yeah, so you, you're arguing with a kid. Is what you're saying. You were arguing with a kid. Not arguing, alphaing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. I'm yeah, playing. I won that one. Then we stopped by Ford Field, the bus's last stop. Um, good memories there. Pittsburgh sure. won a lot of championships in the city of Detroit. That's where the Steelers won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks? Yeah. I did I not know that. that. I didn't know that either. That's why I was really confused why we were walking around the whole stadium to go take a picture outside. I'm like, wow, I didn't know they won it at Fort Field. That's that's <laughs> when that's when Big Ben Big Ben said I'm going to Disney World and I'm taking the bus. Yeah. I did not know that Fort Field has even hosted a Super Bowl before, but I guess yeah. I mean either. Yeah, they did. I didn't re- I, I didn't think it was that old. I mean that's that was like fifteen years ago. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I mean, we yeah. won. That makes me feel so old, though. Like, thinking about how long it's been. It's been, like, six hey, years since the Penguins went back-to-back, which is disgusting to me. That was that was the first Super Bowl party I went to. Yes, it was. It was our first Super Bowl party. That was electric, dude. Good times. Absolutely electric. So, yeah. um, That was Detroit. That was fun. We went to Primanti Brothers. And so, Javi, why don't you tell us a little bit about baseball? What's happening in baseball Bring it down, kid. What should we be looking for this year? If you were a betting man, which I know you definitely have never bet on anything. like Gambling, gambling is illegal gambling in this state money, of Texas. Gambling. Um, but, like, break it down. Yeah, so starting from week one, uh, opening day, it was great to see fans back in the stands. Um, overall, like, I just hated the, for baseball, like, just awkward, empty stands. Like, like hearing... 
the crowd reacting at the appropriate time when like people get to hits and stuff and you don't hear like the echo of the ball and like, stuff like teams. that so it's like it's it's pretty sick you know like even when we went to detroit like it was a walk-off and there even though there was like probably five thousand people there it was it, it was it felt electric to hear like the crowd go go off a little bit i uh, mean but, me for one i really missed cubs fans cheering because they thought they hit a home run on a shallow fly ball to left field i miss that so much those idiots yeah so, yeah you can, you can continue but yeah i just wanted I to miss, put like, that the in there foods too like especially like when the dodgers played in colorado like colorado had like probably twenty thousand fans there um so two. that's two. Oh, gotcha yeah <laughs> well i was gonna say like you could hear like them booing mookie like all you know the whole squad yeah. what do you play for um what do you play don't fall for it don't fall for it so okay so Sweet. anyways so when we talk about teams and performances and stuff like that um you know the white Sox are off to a little bit of a rough start uh they really can't i don't know like they, i'm shocked like you're they're really four gonna and call five. this podcast and I'm do just, my boy I'm, like that <laughs> no i'm going by the teams that i thought were that i think are still contenders like it's a long season but i'm just saying like it's a slow start <laughs> Um, a little shocked by the Astros, even though they, they dropped, they were off to like a six and one start, even though they just dropped the series to the Oakland A's, who are one and seven going into that. Um, so that was pretty interesting to see. Um, I would, I would, I would like to address the White Sox because don't give me, I like, it's been a rough start. I've been, I've been mad as heck over the White Sox, pretty pissed off over them. Tim Anderson hurt right out of the gate. He's due for one injury a year. Coming back on Thursday, that's good. Lineup's going to get a lot deeper with him. Once Adam Angle comes back, you know, he's going to be the 2021 MVP. Mercedes has been legit, though. That was electric. German Mercedes, rookie of the year, possibly MVP. I mean, dude, it's a thick Latino guy. I call him Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz. That's what I call him. He's so nice. That dude's so nice. Like, I love him. Sox, Sox defense has been rough. To start the year, that's cost them a few games. Also, the dumbest rule in all of sports, the runner on second and extra innings cost them a game. Hate that rule. Javi, what's your take on that rule? Dumb, right? So, it's dumb. So I like, as a fan, traditional fan, I don't like it. But as a also traditional fan who doesn't want to necessarily stay up till 3 in the morning watching a certain team play like in the into the 12th or 13th inning, you know, like as even like a non-traditional fan, like they would just want it done quick. Um, I think yeah. for the playoffs, it's not coming back or it's not sticking. But it's nice. It saves pitching. It it makes it quicker. Um, it's I mean, we just saw it, we saw it in Detroit. It happened, and they actually went to the 11th, so they didn't score in the 10th. So it was kind of cool. Like we thought it was gonna be over right away. Yeah. But I mean, we waited a little bit. I mean, we were there for five hours, and Josh was a little hangry. Yeah. But we do we hit the walk off. I I mean I mean for me, it's just like in every sport. You can either make make a great play or make a mistake to be in that advantage or disadvantage. But you're going into extra innings and you're already putting the offense at an advantage because they've done nothing. They've done absolutely nothing to get in that situation. It makes no sense that you're putting them in that situation. Yeah, so, as a traditionalist, it, it. It, it, ta- it changes the integrity of the game a little bit doing that. Um, I rather I rather would see a, a universal DH because that makes it more fun. It does. Exactly. It, it makes it more fun. Like last year was awesome. Like your pitchers rest, you don't risk injury for that, and then you see more electric, like you know, more chances to score. And for and, a certain thing like, that I like, it would help them because it makes them they're really deep. So an extra bat in the lineup is awesome. 
And pitchers, like, they switch from the American League to the National League all the time. American League pitchers have even less interest in hitting than National League pitchers. And it just makes it ev- like the game even worse. It's so it's so unwatchable to watch a pitcher hit. You, wa- you talk about MLB wanting to increase the game every year. They're trying to make it more exciting for fans. Why do you have a guaranteed out every, every time you go through the lineup? that's the case it doesn't yeah. make sense to me can we also give a shout out to the washington nationals for starting the year off with covid once again <laughs> dude you got it gotta they, give i mean they couldn't, you, they couldn't figure it out i mean they, they got swept this past weekend but i mean like i didn't, I I figured. didn't, realize, I didn't realize they still had enough players to get covid at this point they got a lot I, of them back this past weekend patrick corbin made a start saturday and they got a, like a lot of their guys back this past weekend but before that I mean, it's just like, come on, like you're caught. Like it was, it was supposed to be the Nets, or the Nets, the mm-hmm. Mets versus the Nationals. You know, Degrom against Scherzer, Game One, yeah. opening yeah. day, and that was going to be electric. But then there was this awkward, like five-hour gap in between games because you know they couldn't play for like a week. So okay, okay. Speaking of Degrom, like how bad do you feel for that guy? Because the Mets have they went through new ownership, revamped their team, they added Francisco Lindor. It's supposed to be a new team this year. The dude still gets no run support. He's still taking losses. Yeah, it's unreal. He had, like, he had like 14 strikeouts, eight innings pitched, and he gets a no decision because they can't score against the Marlins. <laughs> it's like, come on, like oh, you, you got you got you have a really deep lineup, and it's just it's just sad to see. But hey, he's gonna win the Cy Young. Probably go six and twelve with like a 1.9 ERA, 200, 300 strikeouts. He'll probably win the Cy Young with like a losing record, but he deserves yeah. it. I mean, he'd look good and. You know, a certain color blue. Um, you know, we, we would give him run support, but just just throwing it out there. It's, so, yeah, go ahead, Josh. For Avi. What's the most that you would wager? Not mon- not monetary value, but like something like, like, oh, I would bet my left arm, like that kind of thing. That, so to that, win the World Series? No. That the Pirates make the playoffs. Oh, because we're a wagon. I, I, I would. I mean, no. You have like, to bet something. What are you betting? Um, I, I, would, I, would I would bet, bet I would, like like follicle of hair right say, here. Yeah, I would bet. I would bet like you could cut one little piece of hair off, and that's it. Can I bleach your entire head? No. If the Pirates no. make the playoffs. No. Oh yeah, wait, 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 wait. I've been oh, thinking about bleaching my hair. If the Pirates make the playoffs, can I bleach your entire head? Do you give me frost? Head? You can give me frosted tips. No, can I bleach your that entire be, head? No, you're not bleaching. You've tried to do frosted fine, tips fine, yourself. Yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the central is really deep this year. <laughs> you can, you, yes, yes. <laughs> Just get things, idiot. <laughs> if you can if bleach the, my whole head, if the Pirates, I'm on record. If the Pirates make the playoffs, you can bleach my head. Okay. Perfect. I'll go. I'll go way bigger than that. If the Pirates make the playoffs, you can chop both my arms off and both of my legs. That's what I'm willing to stake on the Pirates not making the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, chop off every appendage from my body. I swear to God, like that's how confident I am that they're not making the playoffs. The the NL is so deep this year, the National League, because. The Central is going to be probably the Cardinals winning that. I see that happening. <laughs> the Reds are off to a hot start. Their their the offense is just Bucks insane. Are a wagon though. And then the wild card. The wild cards are going to be some one of the two teams from the West or the NL East is deep this okay. year too. So 
I take. They just traded Joe Musgrove, who pitched a no hitter. You know, you know, his next start is tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Pirates. It doesn't Musgrove. surprise me. He'll probably get two no hitters back to back. Um. Anyway, so no, I'm taking n- new question. I take it. I'm building my. I'm building my team based on the players that the Pirates have traded away in the last five years. Does that team win the World Series? They make the playoffs, but they do not win the World Series. Their offense wouldn't be enough. Have you ever heard of Andrew McCutcheon and Jung Ho Gong? Yeah, but that they didn't. They, Dingers. They lost a wild card <laughs> game when they were on the same team. Okay, Jung Ho Gong wasn't like. Their pitching staff can win them a series. I can see them winning a series. Jung Ho Gong got a DUI in Korea. That's why he never <laughs> played. Was, he wasn't traded. Well, play back in America after that. <laughs> oh. But I will say um, some controversy. It's a controversial call um, last night in the Phillies versus Braves game. Did you any, any of you guys see that controversy? Oh, he, was, he was out. He was clearly out. He, he didn't was, touch. Yeah, he didn't touch like play. Slid at home. Is it worse than the one the Pirates versus the Braves from like 2011? No. Well, actually, it is. It is. Because, because the guy slid over home plate and he got tagged out, but his foot went over home plate, never touched oh, it. Oh, I saw this on Twitter. And they nev- they reviewed it and they they said call stands. Oh, yeah. this is worse because they Here, didn't have. Re- here's why it's worse. Yeah, because the Pirates one was the game that instituted instant replay in MLB. They didn't have it yet, but they were like, that was such a bad call. We need replay. This one they had replay. There were clear angles confirming that he was out. And they still called him safe. Makes no sense. And then uh, this past weekend, too, with Conforto for the Mets, he leaned over to get hit by a pitch against the Marlins. And, like, that's two games in three days. And, like, MLB is just kind of like. So I have a question for you, Harvey. Yeah. Strike. It was a strike that Conforto got thrown. Do you like cheating? No. Are you anti-cheating? Yes, I'm anti-cheating. Are you anti-people that cheat? Yes. I know where this is so going. So you're anti-Trevor Bauer then is what it's I'm... It's not proven. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And even and Dave, Dave Roberts said, when he got asked, he said he felt like he was getting singled out, or he is getting singled out, and that they've taken a ball, several balls out of play every game this year, and then it just got singled out that one game. Well, here, here's what I want to say about it. And I, like, I've been on record as being anti-Trevor Bauer. Have I not been that, Josh? You have. I'm actually the pro-Trevor Bauer guy here. Yeah. I was just trying to... Well, Trip I mean, I'm out. pro Trevor Bauer too. If he's out, he's one of those guys. If he's on your team, you love him. But you, when he wasn't on my team, like he, he, I didn't, cheating. I didn't, I didn't hate, I didn't hate oh, here, him. Here's how, here's how it broke down. Is a couple years ago, like the Astros. I mean, obviously, all the pitchers on the Astros were taking steroids. Like Justin Verlander for sure taking steroids. But they were also using pine tar big time to you know increase spin rate, all that stuff. Trevor Bauer publicly said, "I'm gonna use pine tar." <laughs> just to see like he he publicly announced to major league baseball i'm gonna start doing this try to suspend me they just <laughs> now caught up with this two years later because they increased like protocol or whatever this year pitchers do this all the time pitchers do this Did every you single game your favorite i don't know who your favorite pitcher is of all time he's used pine tar before every single pitcher has Trevor, they're just singling out Trevor Bauer, who has, who's the only guy to publicly say, I use pine tar. That's so the only reason this, they're doing. this goes into my pro steroids argument, and this is. It doesn't. It doesn't. It shouldn't. 
should pine tar be legal then? Because I want the best possible athlete. So the yeah. thing is for me, pine tar is so different than steroids. On MLB Network, I saw some some people talking about it like the day after the reports came out. It's like how come hitters? I mean, they get pine tar on their bat and they get batting gloves. How come the pitcher doesn't get anything? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm pro pine tar, but I mean, if there's, I think there should be one universal substance that MLB comes out and says you can use this or nothing. And anything else you get suspended for. So they just gotta. I think MLB just gotta come out and either go all in and say there's this one thing you can use, or like you know, there's gotta be black and white. They can't just be saying nothing about it. I mean, I, you, like we we all remember the Red Sox Yankees game from a couple years ago where Michael Pineda is using pine tar on his neck. The only yeah. reason the only reason the Red Sox manager came out to call him out on it is just like it was so obvious what he was doing. It's just like. Like our pitchers using pine tar too, but you can't be that obvious about it. That's the one thing. I mean, I saw a clip from a Orioles pitcher this past week. Did you see that? That he literally like caught the ball back and he's touching the inside of his glove and his fingers clearly stick. And nobody yeah. called him for anything like that. And well, Trevor, I, like- I watch I watch all the games and I didn't see anything with Trevor Bauer. Like he wears a clean hat every single game, every single start. So it's not on his. It wasn't on his hat. So and yeah. I never saw him like fiddling with his glove. So I don't think he's I don't think he's dumb enough for that either. So it's all it's also like a couple years ago when like uh, there's a foul tip and it and it lands on Yadi Molina's like chest protector <laughs> and it just sticks to it. And people are like, oh wow, that's crazy. The baseball stuck to Yadi Molina's tr- chest protector. I'm like, dude, it's pine tar. It's not that crazy. It just it's stuck to a bunch of pine tar. I, I don't know why honestly, people are going crazy about it. They should put they should put a can of pine tar on the pitcher's mound and they have a rosin bag and they should and they should cork the bats and they should juice the balls and just let them go ham i do like Like, (laughs) i do do not like how i mean not that you should juice the balls but last year this year definitely i mean mlb came out and said they were going to detonate the balls and there's a clear there's a lot less home runs going on so i think that was like even in batting practice we would see some guys ripping some and then they would die like they wouldn't carry i was like come on like they should use. They shouldn't have changed the baseballs. So I don't know why they want to unjuice the baseballs. It doesn't make sense to me. Pitchers were complaining. Justin Verlander was complaining. That's probably why. Screw Justin. Justin Verlander is the biggest cheater in baseball. That guy uses pine tar. He's taking steroids. He's take. He's got a needle sticking out of his ass every single game he pitches. That guy's the biggest cheater in baseball. Him and Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Oh, 40 years old, my bat speed's going up. I'm getting better with age. Bullshit. That guy's taking steroids. Holy cow. We did see him hit a banger. All of a sudden, my my forearms are the size of tree trunks. Oh, I wonder what the cause of that is at 45 years old. Probably 50 because he lied about his birth certificate just like Albert Pujols. It's crazy. People are so blind. David Ortiz at least had the decency to retire after one year of steroids. Everybody's like, oh, David Ortiz is having the best year of his career. He should come back for one more year. David Ortiz is just like, no, nah, I probably shouldn't do that. I'm going to be suspended if that happens. <laughs> like, come on. These guys I, are all taking steroids. They're just closing. They're just doing it right in front of my face. Like, they're so obvious about it. Be a little more discreet. Verlander, take the needle off of the mound. Put it in the dugout. Put it in your cubby, dude. Figure it out. God. I, I have another question for both of you, actually. So w- you saw that video of the, like, Stein card getting taken out of the guy's back pocket? Like, what do, oh, we, Jesus Aguilar. What do, what do we think about that? Like, 
I personally, personally, I don't. Is that just a whatever? Wait, I missed that. What are you talking about? So Jesus Aguilar in that same Mets game that Conforto leaned over the plate for um, a run. I don't forgot who the runner was on first for the Mets, but literally it's a video that Jose Aguilar goes behind this guy in his back pocket, like in his pant pocket. He takes out the like the play card or whatever from this runner and just like takes it. Oh, that's just. That's just good old fashioned fun. See, right but like, there. is that just gamesmanship, or like, are we gonna? Yeah. Honestly, when it comes to having play cards, that's such little league. Like, grow up. Like, yeah. grow up. You're te- you're in the major leagues. You don't right. need a play card. I've seen pitchers have it in their hats because they need it for the signs. You know, when the runners on second, I get that. But if you have just a play look- card when you're on when you're on the bases, I know Michigan baseball does it. They have like like their football players out there. They have like a a playbook. That's weird. I'm like, yeah, just, they have it on their look phone. at the signals from the coach, oh, yeah, I right? It, I thought I didn't know it was a runner. I thought it was the first base coach. No, it was a runner. Oh, okay, I I thought it was the coach. Um, I, so now give me your reaction, Javi. Except for it was an Astros player that did the same thing. What do you mean? If it was an Astros player that stole the sign card. Oh, I mean. I would still how, think the same thing. Like, how mad would you be though? Cheater. How mad? No. If it's Yuri, how mad would you be? If it's Yuri Gurriel, I would be very upset. But if it's anybody else that wasn't on, you're that, allowed to get mad because like. Oh no, yeah. If it wasn't on that, if it's anybody who was on the 27. Bregman. Oh, I hate Bregman, Correa, Gurriel, and Sp- Springer, <laughs> and who Altuve, else? Altuve, right? Altuve. Oh, how could I forget? Altuve. Yeah. Uh, so like all those five guys and Verlander six, AJ Hinch yeah. hate him. I hate uh, Verlander so much, dude. Carlos Beltran hate him. Yep. Uh, who else do we got? I don't think Michael Brantley is on that team. Oh, Josh Reddick hate him. Yeah. Um, I mean the the thing is like I, the only guy I kind of respect in that team is Carlos Correa because he's the only guy. You know, hear me out. Hear me out. He's the biggest villain on that team. But he's the only guy that has had better numbers since that season. So he obviously has some talent. So he's not the biggest cheater on that team. And I respect him because he has leaned he's leaned into the villain role as opposed to all those other guys who are just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, we shouldn't have done that. Alex Bregman, I wish he did that. But, like, Carlos Correa, I need a villain in baseball, and he's a villain, and I respect well, that from him. He's probably not going to return to the Astros after this year because they offered him a six-year, $120 million contract for one of the, like, the premier short – top for sure top ten shortstops in the league, and that's kind of an insult when you're like you're only worth $20 million a year when Lindor's yeah. getting 340 Seager's well, going to get just, 300 plus. Tatis, who's played not even a full season, is he's 21 year, 22 years old, and he's got he locked up the bag. Hey, do you know do you know where Tatis came from, by the way, Javi? Uh, Dominican. But like, do you know what organization he was originally with? The White Sox. The White Sox. They traded him for James Shields. <laughs> yeah, well, as like a 16 year old or something Yikes. like that. He was like he was like uh he was like 18 or 19. Imagine if you had Tatis and Anderson out the middle. Ooh. I know, I know. I think about that every day. Every Anderson day. could play, could play second. And Anderson could play like right field if we wanted him to. Yeah. I guess I have a last, last MLB question. Then we, uh, I have one other sports news I want to talk about. In. Javi, who's your favorite non-Dodger player that couldn't have ever played for the Dodgers before? Um, I would have to say my favorite non – it's between two guys. Uh, that recently, like they're just they're just insane. I would say Acuna or Soto, Juan Soto. Like 
Juan Soto, he's like those two guys are top three in the league. It's it's them two, Trout, and then probably Mookie Betts is like the fourth. Um, like those four guys are like the, the best in the league. But like Juan Soto, the way he takes pitches and like creeps at the pitcher, like I hated when he hit the, you know, basically the Kershaw run off of Kershaw in game five of the NLDS. Playoff Kershaw, ago. baby. Um, but like I hated that. But like I just love like he's tw- like but all these guys are 22, 23 years old and like. Like, they're insane. And I've heard talks of that Soto got offered a contract extension, like, with the Nationals already. I don't know what the numbers were. Probably 10 years, 300-plus. But he hasn't, like, obviously accepted I, it. But, I mean, like, those guys. And Acuna, he beat out a routine ground ball last night. Oh, I saw that on Twitter, And, like, too. he's just so fast. I have him on my fantasy team, too, so I love him. But he's, that guy, he, he's, he's my... Four, it's 460-foot tanks, dead center, 480, whatever. And he beats out routine ground balls to shortstop. <laughs> He's he's my way too early MVP right now, um, for the NL, AL it's got to be Yerman Mercedes MVP rookie of the year. He's gonna win it all. Yes. So last I lap. have I have one more thing to say oh. too. Uh, talk about contracts. Acuna's agent should like get fired. Because, yeah, and Albies. Because, Albies as well. No, Acuna's is worse because Acuna's a three hundred four hundred million dollar player. And he signed a 10-year, $100 million contract two years ago, which at the time, you know, you're a young kid. You're 21, 20 years old. That's a lot of money. But right now, he could sign 10 years, 300-plus easily. So I feel a little bad for him. Like, $100 million, you still got $100 million, but he could got, easily get three times that. Have you heard Albie's contract, though? I've heard it, yep. Seven years, $35 million. Yeah, that's that's rough, dude. That's rough, but he, not as rough. Like Acuna, ten no, years. No, like, Acuna's Acuna right now is he's a top ten player in the league. That's three hundred million easy. I mean, he he's, could hold he, out. He, there, could, he could pull the like the NFL question, holdout. Are, are there shirts to say Acuna Matata? Probably. I bet you Barstool has some made. Dude, bleep that. But we're that gonna make them. that company. Yeah. yeah, bleep it, bleep it. Um, I got, I cussed a little bit. I gotta bleep that, don't I? Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm too lazy. I have a question. Well, more of a statement for Avi about baseball before we move on to the NBA. Um, I want you to say one nice thing about the White Sox and one Ooh, good idea. One nice thing about the Pirates, but the Pirates can't be that they have a really nice ballpark, something about the city, or that we have the best jerseys in the MLB. Don't don't buy don't buy into so, that. You don't have to do it. So when it comes to the White Sox, yeah, I like how. Like, you got, like, an old Hall of Fame manager. I think it's really cool. They have an old Hall of Fame manager. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, who's, like, playing with... I knew you'd love oh. it. Um, you got this really old guy who's in the Hall of Fame, but then you got a really young team, and, like, you got all these young cats, you know, trying to get together. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Or is this is, like, dude, room in the- dude I, don't think, I don't think Tony La Russa knows the instant replay exists. I don't think he does. I Sincerely. I think he was confused by that for the first couple weeks. Who's this to to challenge anything? That's how old school he is. He and I was just I was hoping because they got screwed by the ump the other night for they called you know Nick Madrigal going out of the base path clearly did not. They would have been second and third, nobody out. They were first base, one out instead. They got screwed by the ump. Tony Larusa comes out to argue with the ump. Didn't get thrown out. Had a nice conversation with the guy. I'm like. Where's that classic Tony La Russa fire that I saw in St. Louis and Oakland all these years? What the? This is the guy that I'm getting a 70-year-old who's fallen asleep in the dugout and has to get woken up by his pitching coach every game. He's like, hey, 
go yell at an umpire real quick. He's like, oh, <laughs> God damn it, I got to do that real quick. So I'm pissed off. Sorry, Javi, you're wrong about that. I guess you could say something nice about the Pirates because your thing about the White Sox was extremely off-based. So whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't like – I just think it's – I think it's just unique. It's really unique. It's unique. Sure, it's unique. It sucks as a fan to have <laughs> that, but it's exactly. unique. I don't really think he thought no. that one out enough to try and screw you I didn't over. think you were going to get that upset about it or heated. <laughs> oh, but clearly, no, Javi does no. not listen to the podcast. We're, we're, we're like less than 10 games into the season. I'm losing my goddamn mind right now, okay? Anyways, uh, so I don't know. I might try to make it out to a White Sox game. Their tickets are pretty cheap. But they do bump up once like the summer months come. Anyway, so the Pirates, I love Key Brian Hayes. I feel really bad because he was supposed. He's. He, I mean, I don't know how much I've ever kept up how long, like how long he's gonna like be out for. But if he wasn't out already, like he would definitely. He's like the heavy favorite. Him and like a St. Louis player, like he's he's really sick. Um, I love his I love his swing, really compact. Um, but that's pretty much the only piece you guys got going for you right now. Thank you. And our stadium and our jerseys are amazing. I do like your black jerseys yeah. with like the old fat, yeah. like the cursive font. Oh, those are sick, especially mm. when you wear them on the road. Wet. Like with those with those gray pants. Those are wet. Really popping. Wet. Okay, wet, dude. Let's... Shut up. What? Let Don't it... say that. Drip, dude. <laughs> okay, drip is better. So, but dude, A Rod bought a basketball team. Alex Rodriguez is in the process. I don't know if it's finished yet, but he's buying I, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't know. Doesn't have as much luster to it, you know, because it was supposed to be, be him and J-Lo with the Mets. Now yeah. it's him alone on Minnesota. Who's I don't care. Isn't there another dude in there? Yeah, some billionaire. I mean, A-Rod doesn't have that kind of money. Are they together still? Are they dating? You're out. No, J-Lo and J-Rod. Did they officially break up? Because I thought they were going to maybe get back together. They're done. Yeah. That's that's why, like, that's because that was my only NBA note is, hey, A-Rod's about to buy the Timberwolves. But then I was just like, I don't really care. Because do, yeah. do you think that their inability to buy the Mets broke them up? It could have been. She kind of maybe, maybe that was the one yeah. thing that all she ever wanted was to buy the Mets. I think you have to stick together if you own a professional franchise, but yeah, but they didn't even they like they. I don't even know, man. Javi, do you have any like thoughts on the whole A Rod buying the team? Um, I don't think it's true, but I've heard rumors that he might move him to Seattle because he started out with the Mariners playing baseball. Okay, that'd be kind of a sick move. Um, Move him out of that Minnesota area. Um. Minnesota is a terrible place to have a basketball team. Just a terrible place to have a sports team. I hate Minnesota sports, so I'm just gonna say that right now. I mean, I've only fl- I've only like flown over it. I don't know, like with the city itself, but I mean, they have nice facilities. Like, I don't know, their NBA arena is like whatever, but like their football stadium and the baseball stadium is pretty legit. It's pretty sick. Target Field can Target Field can. Excel Energy Center, baby. Oh, they must have changed it then. Target field can, might have just changed like, it to Target Center, but it can, was. Can you, so. can you please just let me say what I'm about to say about Target Field? Okay. I, I was gonna say Target Field can lick my butthole. Jeez, I was trying to say that three times now. I got to the lick like three times, and you guys just you kept cutting. Me helps with shoulder pain. <laughs> if you lick my butthole. But yeah, screw the Twins. 
screw the Timberwolves, I guess. I don't really care about them. They're such they're such a bad franchise. They haven't been good since Jimmy Butler that one year, and then before that was Kevin Garnett. I mean, that's pathetic. Jimmy Butler. They've they've had I mean, Cat has to get out of there, right? Yeah. I mean, so we're talking about the NBA right now. Yeah, that would be. So what we're talking about. I don't know how Kyrie Irving has more PTO than the average American employee. Dude, that guy is. He he keeps missing because of personal reasons. I don't want to you know get on him because I don't know what's happening. But I'm pretty sure it's just that guy hates playing basketball. I just like I don't get what like how bad like you didn't play in the bubble. You're taking all these games off and like at what point do you just say like like oh like i'll like you know donate part the portion of my salary salary the, like the money that i'm making that i'm when i'm not playing like i'll donate it or something like that or like or just make the nets not pay you like, yeah, he's, still, like nev- he's, he's never gonna do that he's just a bad teammate he's just yeah. a bad person i think and then Ke- kevin durant coming out saying that he's not really driven by championships anymore that was kind of a like Dude. what like oh Nets. just because you joined a super team and won two now you're now you're not now you're like okay with not winning a championship which makes no sense. He's anti super team now. <laughs> I mean, was his tweet in 2011 or something like that was like oh like are we all joining the Heat now or whatever the Lakers? <laughs> yeah, it's so I, bad. Irony like that guy's just I don't know. Irony like an iron don't exist. Yeah, I mean but like. At the same time, not to like I'm not I'm not about to take LeBron's side anytime soon. That guy has developed a super team everywhere he's gone, so I'm not gonna get too on their case because it's all LeBron's fault. He's ruined the NBA, undoubtedly. MJ's team was a super team. He didn't what? MJ's was a super team. They got Rodman to go. Yeah, MJ didn't switch cities five times to form it, though. It's the new era. It's mobile stage, man. It's called ruining sports. <laughs> new era. People were still switching teams in the 90s. just MJ didn't because he was better than everyone. Back in the 90s, they used these things called GMs to make the decisions for who goes on the team. Wait, 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 wait. Um, now, you're giving, now you're giving too much credit to Jerry Krause. And if the last dance taught us anything, it's that Jerry Krause is the devil. Okay, come on. So it's all MJ. MJ's the greatest GM. He's the greatest player. He's the, he's the first LeBron owner. He's by far the. LeBron is actually like, if you want to give him credit for anything, it's his GM skills and being able to recruit a bunch of good players around him to carry his level of skill up, because he's outside of that so congratulations lebron on you know forming super teams better than anybody else what what a tool what a tool in 2007 he had garbage as a starting lineup and he took that team past the bad boy pistons again he got swept swept, didn't he he got swept by the big three three. he got swept in the nba finals he's the only player in nba history to be swept in the NBA Finals multiple times. Congratulations to LeBron on getting swept in the NBA Finals multiple times. Not, not literally, literally nobody else can say that in NBA history. I mean, just 
And anybody else saying that he's... Congratulations to that guy. Holy Anybody in NBA history say that he's made nine straight finals or eight straight final appearances? How many has he won? Bill Russell can say that. (laughs) I'm saying like more modern era. So we're we're just shifting the goalposts then? Is that what we're doing? Okay, got it. That's cool. Got it. Loud and clear, Captain. I mean, if we're shifting the goalposts, I could say, oh, MJ could have made eight straight if he didn't retire for those two years. I mean, I mean, it just let's true. Let's get okay. We're not getting into the MJ versus LeBron debate, even though we already have. Yes, but so. yeah, that's NBA talk right there for you. I'm glad we got a LeBron yeah. fan on the podcast for this, that though. Was, that was fun. So I know, Javi, I know you have to go at some point. You're under a timing stream. Do you want to do segments with us, or you you gotta run? What segments do we have? A couple questions and players of the week. Yeah, well, I'll stay. Okay, cool, cool. Kellen, do you have questions? Yeah, I got a question for you. Um, oh, we didn't even do our draft. I I think we're good because I didn't prepare for the draft. <laughs> okay, so no draft this week. Um, no draft, I guess. Dude, we're. I mean, we've hit time pretty well. We got. We got going. I completely forgot that we had a draft this week up until this point. So um, we're going to cut this part and we're going to go right into segments. Uh, you, know, you got any questions for us? Yeah, my first question is what's the best uh, ballpark food? Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog, yeah. We're all in agreement on that one. That's kind of, wow. I was going to say like hot dog or nachos. I, I had somebody saying it was a hamburger was the no, best ballpark food. I would food. see no. I would argue that the best stadium food could be nachos, but if you're talking ballparks, that's got to be a hot dog ten times out of ten. Maybe if yeah. you're in um in Chicago, a nice like Italian or like sausage or a brat, those are really good there. Or See, Milwaukee, okay, that's a good different. Brat if, it's, if it's yeah. your special, if it's your specialty, but you think yeah, overall yeah, hot you're dog. gonna go to a ballpark, you're gonna you're gonna hot dog. Kellen, you got another question for us? That seemed to be a pretty easy answer for everyone. Um, my next question is, who do you think should be the next host of Jeopardy? I know Aaron Rodgers did a guest host for it. He got roasted pretty good. I was happy to see that. I don't know if he did a good job. I was just happy to see him get insulted. Yeah, but that's so funny. I should be the next, the, the next uh, full-time host. I hope it's not him. Um, I would rather see... Andy Dalton would be a good one. <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Um, I would absolutely love Nick that was so- or Jim Nance to do it. That would be amazing. Or Joe Buck. Joe Buck on Jeopardy, dude. <laughs> okay, Honestly, yeah. A good, a good one would be, like, a funny one. I think that'd be fun. Like, I don't know. It'd be really funny. Kevin Hart would be hilarious to see them, to see him, like, run that. I don't think Jeopardy has that kind of budget to get Kevin Hart, like, full-time. I yeah. think they'd come up short if they tried to I think him. if they'd come up short, yeah. they got try to get Joe Buck. I mean, the guy's called some big games in his past. Yeah, but Joe Buck, man. I would I would take Aaron Rodgers if he would retire from football. <laughs> that would be great. I'd love to see that. But it's a good one. Other than that, him, me seeing him on my TV more than I need to, is that's that's a no for me. Andy Dalton was a really mean answer. That was really mean. Uh, my feelings are hurt. How do you wake up this morning and chose violence? <laughs> that just do wow. You, do you have another question? Um, 
so I I just saw I saw something on TikTok. It was uh, it was research of uh, some gambling trends in sports, and apparently it's really dumb to bet on parlays. Did you guys know that? Yes. Do you bet on parlays still, though, Javi? I still I haven't in like over like about a month. I stopped. It was after shortly after March Madness started. I lost. I deposited like thirty bucks, and I I lost after like two rounds. I was just really upset. But so here's the thing. What's like your average? Like how many bets do you string together on a parlay? If I do like ten. 10 to 12, I usually put like a dollar or two on it, but like a dollar can win you like $300. Yeah. But then like, if you do that, if you do several of those every day, you're losing like five bucks here, five uh, bucks there. So on average, would you say it's 10? I, for me, like average, I say like five or six average. Five. Okay. Yeah. So like if I, if I feel really confident about those five or six, which usually I do because I trick myself to it. I'm like, these look really good. Five or six. I put like five or $10 to win five, $600, you know? But they never hit. Like they just in in the moment they're like five or six, and then like when you see like two of them hit, you're like, should I cash out for like a a double profit? And you're like, no, I got I can still win this. And then the next team that you, and also what screws you over is if you make a parlay, especially let's say for example, there's baseball games starting at one, four, seven, and ten o'clock at night. You don't want to mount your whole parlay on one o'clock games because there's that chance you can hit two of the one o'clock games of your six pull out and then you can pull out and make a little bit of a profit or break even but if you but have, have you ever cashed out once i don't, I I don't think i've ever cashed out on a parlay but for me it was like a two dollar bet and i was at an 18 dollar profit and the most i could have made was like 40 so i was like and i had like Stonks. two or three things left so i was like you know it's more when i need the money like to keep my account alive i pull okay. out okay yeah, I've I've heard that's like how Vegas just makes bank on sports betting. So I'm still gonna like I'm still gonna do. Vegas makes a lot yeah. of money also on um, live betting. They screw yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, over. dude, live betting is how they get you. Never bet live, which Grump- is something I learned way too late. A grumpy old man once told me, uh, "Vegas isn't in business because people win." Who was that grumpy old man? I just heard it once. Okay. All right. Cool. Good enough. <laughs> do you got it? Do you have any uh, other questions? No, that. I just. You have a question? I have two, actually. Okay. Can, I, it's two things I need explained to me that I can't figure out. Big. Uh, first one. I don't understand it either. Don't worry. No. How oh. is Arby's still in business? Because do you ever see anybody in an Arby's drive thru except for when you're like actively there to get curly fries? I went there to get one of their fish sandwiches over Lent but like, um, two weeks ago. Okay, but, like, I mean, Javi, think about we're driving through the Dirty Dale, right? Taco Bell's packed. Culver's is packed. Oh, Culver's McDonald's packed. is packed. Burger King's even packed. You never see anyone at Arby's. I would have to say when I, that was getting built, I was a little upset because of the color scheme. I thought it was going to be a Wendy's. I was a little upset <laughs> oh, it wasn't a Wendy's. that's the ultimate heartbreak. <laughs> I, w- I was a little upset, and then I said, coming soon, a little Arby's symbol, and I was like, Really? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Arby's greater than Burger King, though. I'm sorry. Yes, no, like, I agree with you, but like Burger King, I'm like I'm saying, I always see a line at Burger King. I never see a line at the Arby's. How are they still in business? Uh, I think it's because of me and my road trips from Texas to Indiana. Okay, that I'll be, could be it. I'll you, be hitting. I'll have, be hitting up at Arby's for what do you sure. Have, you guys have uh. 
shoot, in Texas, isn't it In-N-Out or is it Whataburger or is it both? Both. Both. I've never had I've never had Whataburger. Is Whataburger man? Is Whataburger good? Whataburger. Whataburger is decent. It's a decent burger. Worst service you'll ever get at a fast food restaurant though. Just you'll you'll be waiting for that burger for an hour. You guys don't have canes down there, do you? Yeah, we have canes. Oh, that that's my favorite besides like Chick Fil A. I uh, love if you canes. You come home, we yeah, got one. The cane, the, the cane sauce, game changer. Oh, and Absolutely. their Texas toast. Their Texas toast with the tenders. Oh. Yep. Yep. Killer. Get that get that box combo. Kick out the coleslaw. You're getting rid of that coleslaw easily. You're adding an extra cane sauce. That's that's the game. Plan. I will get rid of coleslaw. I, the only time I eat coleslaw is on my permani sandwich because that's where it belongs. Wrong. Wrong. Have wrong. you ever had a permani sandwich? Have you? Have you? Josh, what's your other question? We're just. What are, dude, what are NFTs? Can anyone explain to me what an NFT is? Wait. What's can, you, can you can you use it in a sentence? All these players are doing like these NFT things, and I don't understand it. Not for work. They're called they're non fungible tokens, but like I guess what? it's supposed to be kind of like like it, Bitcoin. No, it's like it's yeah, like, wait, yeah. It's no, it's supposed to be like you now can like sell a picture online. Like it's like a trading card, but online and it like has value, like an old trading card would somehow. And I don't understand oh, it. Oh, like, like I've heard of that. I don't it, understand it either. Like, it's like Bitcoin. A player has like a tattoo that's an NFT or whatever, and I don't understand. Wait, is it kind of like the like the? No, he doesn't have that. Is it like the videos that you can sell it like kind of trading cards online? Yeah. Oh, my uncle yeah. does that. He made eighteen hundred out of a LeBron moment. But how does that even make sense? Because I go on YouTube and I watch the thing. It Why am I paying yeah. eighteen thousand dollars for it if I can watch it on YouTube? You know, some of like the, there's some the like, there's some LeBron like there's only like fifty in the world and they're going for two hundred fifty k. Okay. Now what, so I know, now what I want to know, how do so how do I know what I'm purchasing? I have it's, to watch it, I right? Think, and I, then I've seen it, and now it's devalued. I think there's only certain <laughs> – it's because the NBA has licensing or other sports are getting into it now too. I think MLB might get into it. They have the license to it, so they can only re, they only release a certain amount. And then you buy packs, like value packs. I think you pay more for the ones that you might get a higher chance of getting something. I don't really get okay, it. Okay, but why but can't I just put it on YouTube? Like, I can video all these on YouTube. Every game is broadcast. What are they? It's kind of like, what value does Bitcoin have? None. Exactly, and it's worth a lot. Wait. I mean, you could buy a Tesla with it. Okay, but, like, I'm thinking, like... <laughs> hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Oh, never mind. What? <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking, like, I can hold a trading card and know, okay, this is really old. This is really valuable. Like, I can watch anything on youtube now they're saying that you can they might make it where they the player you can have it signed but i'm like what value does a signed video electronically have it's not like a signed jersey like i have it in What's my hand the, yeah i don't understand it i don't get it either it's just it's one of those things when it's, when it's hot it's hot it's like bitcoin or, or any of those it like on my mind because i just see all these athletes doing nfts and i don't understand it okay that's really all my questions let's get into the segments um well I, real quick i just want to show you the list of nicknames that I made, it's that long. So we're gonna save it. We're gonna use them again. I, I like. I was thinking about it while I was making the list for that this draft, because we we were gonna do a sports nicknames draft. Just so everyone knows, I don't know if I said that before, uh, but I was just like, there's way too many nicknames out there for us to. 
I have. We a, don't have to do it. No, we don't have to do it. It's no. okay. Forget it. I, I, off the top of my head, it'd be like more recent, like baseball yeah. ones, but that's all I have really. So it was a long. All, all I want to say is the NBA has the best nicknames in sports. Just a fact. Black Mamba. Magic. Black Matter. King James. Air, Air Jordan. Same. Human highlight film. The Greek Freak. Round mound rebounds. Social justice. The fro. Ben Wallace. Grandmama. Dr. Duncanstein. I mean, come on. Dr. Duncanstein. Quality. All right. But anyways, yeah, let's get into the rest of our segments. So uh, let's just, to keep it kind of quick, Javi will go first. No, I won't do that to you. I'll give you time to think. Unless you. I can go. We do do team bait. We do team of the week, fan base of the week, player of the week, and coach of the week. Josh, we've never done team of the week. This is the second time I've had to tell you. We do, we do player, coach, fan base, tweet. Okay. Yeah. We've so never done team of the week. Call it, and we'll just go and we'll just we'll call it once and go in order. We'll go Javi, then whoever wins, and just keep going through. Okay. What? So I'm calling it. You're gonna call it, and then I, like, if you win, you'll go second, and it'll go Javi, you, me. Oh Javi, yeah. Okay. Jess goes first. All yeah. Right. Heads. It's heads. Did you hear that? I heard it, so I'm going second. Yep. So, Javi, who's your – I'll let you pick whichever one you want to start with. So, my player of the week is Zach McKinstry. He's a Central Michigan University graduate. He was a 1,000th and first pick in the 33rd round of the Dodgers in 2016. Um, so, yeah, so he's you know took over Mookie Betts since he's been hurt. And that's my player of the week. He's been, you know, and when it comes to NL rookies, he has really good stats compared to the rest. I think he's like top three in all the cate- offensive categories. He's got a great arm. So that's my player of the week. My my player of the week is uh, Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles. Very wholesome pick. You're welcome, everyone. Hit his first home run after coming back from colon cancer. So that's a huge deal. Congratulations to Trey Mancini. Probably the Orioles' best player. Great DH, great outfielder. I don't know if he's that good defensively, but he's such a good hitter. Good to have him back in the lineup and hitting bombs. So, congratulations, Trey Mancini. Yeah, sick. My player of the week is going to be Rory McIlroy because over the weekend, his dad was watching the game and he hit his dad with a golf ball. Um, <laughs> and he goes, That guy's a dud. He goes, I knew it was my dad when I was aiming at him. I think he just needs to go put some ice on it. Maybe I'll autograph a bag of frozen peas for him. So, Rory McElroy, McElroy, you are my player of the week. He said, I knew it when I was aiming at him. <laughs> he, he, he was like, I, mean, I was aiming at my dad and I hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, a good shot, I guess. So, now we got manager of the week. Coach or manager, coach. I guess. Whoever you want to pick, Javi, you go. So Javi's picking a manager, man, though. Man, man, coach, of the, I'll say, I'll say if coach. It's, if it's going to be manager, it better be me because I'm managing to take it off. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, coach of the week for me would be Nebraska's baseball coach. He got ejected um, in the game yesterday. Don't they have managers in baseball, not coaches? For college's coach. Oh, really? That's weird. Yeah. But – um. Yeah, so he got ejected because a similar situation. They're playing Maryland, and the hitter like leaned over the, you know, the strike zone and got hit by a pitch intent. Like he didn't make an attempt to get out of the way, 
and he got ejected. He was a little fired up. The crowd was fired up. It was kind of funny to listen to the sound, like you know, the, the hot mics in the stadium. So it was, that's my coach of the week. Uh, my coach of the week is uh, Chris Beard. I'm pretty sure it's my coach of last week. We didn't really address in, address in last week's podcast. Uh, by the way, congratulations, Baylor basketball, one-week anniversary on winning the national championship. Huge deal. Uh, but my coach of the week is still Chris Beard. Left Texas Tech to go for Texas. He was offered more money and more resources to stay at Texas Tech, but he decided to switch to Texas. So I really just love that, to see Texas schools fighting among each other uh, when Baylor basketball is safe and secure and going to be the defending national champions next year. So suck at Texas. You hired a terrible head coach. Suck at Texas Tech. You have no head coach. Congratulations to both those schools. Scott Drew is better than both of you. So that's my coach of the week. Oh, actually, my coach of the week is Scott Drew. Congratulations on winning a national championship. Okay. My coach of the week is Andy Reid because allegedly when the he big was, walrus. when he was trying to recruit Juju Smith-Schuster, he tried to recruit him a lot harder than we thought. He would just text Juju pictures of Lombardi of the Lombardi Trophy every single day, trying to get him to sign. Gotta respect <laughs> so, that. That's, I mean, honestly, um, yeah. I think that's yeah. He's my coach of the week. I think how they got him to come to Kansas City was they just sent him pictures of burgers. Every single, like went for Andy Reid to go there. He probably texted him pictures of burgers from different restaurants and was like, "Hey, come. hey, you that, come. that Kansas City barbecue, I'm sure that got him too." So, Javi, do you got a what are we fan base of the week possibly? Fan base of the week. Um, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with the Texas Rangers. You know. Nice. Just, you know, full stands. It was nice to see that. It was pretty electric. Like, even though they lost home, the home opener, like, it was just sick to hear, like, a loud stadium and, you know, see them show up even though they left halfway Wait. through. But that was my that's my fan base of the week. Guys, I just saw this on Twitter. I think we all need to quit our jobs. Um, There's this website called Bonus Finder, and they're looking for someone to become an MLB food tester. If they pick you, you'll go to a few Major League Baseball parks to watch games, eat hot dogs, and report how they are. They pay $500, plus they cover your travel and food. If you're interested, you need to apply before May 2nd. I think we yeah. need to quit our jobs. I'm actually definitely applying to that. Wait, $500 per week or what? I'm not sure. If it's but per month, I don't think I can cover my rent doing that. So, pass. Be on the road. You're going to be a rambling man. I'll live in my van. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the link. Please do, actually. Um. Okay. Sorry. I saw that, and I had to just. I had to mention it. So, Kellen, your fan base of the week. Uh, this was this was a tough one. Uh, my fan base of the week is anyone that isn't a hacker. Um, because hackers really missed their opportunity this week. I've been looking every single day to find. A full game replay of Baylor uh, absolutely beating the heck out of Gonzaga in the national championship game. I would have given my credit card information and my I would have given my social security number to just watch a replay of that game. And I, I honestly would have pulled out molars 
with a pair of pliers in case they needed to steal my identity and then fake my own death and need to leave dental records behind just to watch a replay of that game. I really needed to watch it. I haven't been able to find it anywhere online. So hackers really missed their opportunity this week. So they're not my fan base of the week, but everyone else that isn't them is, if that makes sense to you guys. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, My fan base of the week is UMass hockey fans because they won the national championship and it was your first one in school's history. I kind of talked about them already, so I'm not going to get too into it. Um, That's pretty exciting. Wait, do you remember who won the national championship in basketball last week? I don't. Oh, it was was Baylor. It was Baylor basketball. Just so you know. Pretty exciting. Thanks. Uh, Javi, do you have a tweet of the week? Yeah, I know I sprung that one on you because that's who I keep. I always mix up. I literally just went back to my through my likes because that's usually I like good tweets. A lot of my tweets in there probably. (laughs) Yeah, so my tweet of the week is the Angels Astros game when an inflatable trash can was thrown onto the field and there's a clip of that. (laughs) I wish we would have talked about that. (laughs) Like that's just hilarious how they threw that. Or another honorable mention. Um, did you guys see? the Red Sox during batting practice last week and like it was so windy that the the carpet that is over mm-hmm. home plate got thrown up and like viciously just like yeah. took them out <laughs> like yeah. that was so quick yeah. um that's that's another good one but mainly just like clips from live games are my tweets of the week yeah so my tweet of the week comes from the Atlanta Braves they tweeted out final Phillies 7 Hashtag Braves six. Apparently, the Braves clearly knew that they got screwed by MLB umpires. Umps aren't people. Um, I just want to let it be known that it that when we say refs aren't people, that stretches towards umpires. Everyone, just so you know, the reach stretches far and wide. Any major sport, even any minor sport. The people that ha- that are officiating and calling those games are not actual people. They might be aliens, aliens from a different planet. They might be the spawn of Satan, but they are not people is all that I know. When it comes to, uh, it was funny during the Tigers game, a little off topic about refs. Like Josh is yelling out, hey ref, or like, hey stripes, that was outside stripes. <laughs> and I'm like, Dude, they're umpires. They're blue. Yeah, dude. That's you call it right. blue, Josh. Come on. He's like, that was a bad call, ref. And I was like, um, it's not a ref. I think but I called him blue at one point, didn't I? You did, You said ref stripes, and then you started calling him blue after. I remembered. But like, it was funny. Yeah. The first thing you said, it was referencing as them as stripes or ref. It was and stripes. It was like, I love going yeah. stripes. Stripes is my yeah. That's a great movie. I mean, I, mean, I like – you got to respect the hustle to heckle someone. <laughs> I, I definitely – like. I you got you got to hold them accountable at all times. Basketball games, you got to call them zebras, though. They're zebras. Bro, I was cheering and like yelling and verbally abusing both teams equally. Actually, whoever was up to bat, I was cheering for them, and because I just wanted to see some dingers. The people around me had to be so confused as to what I was doing because I was just cheering for the batter the entire time and standing oh, up. <laughs> And then yelling at the stri- at stripes. Um, my tweet of the week comes from PFT commenter. Um, oh, hey, hey, that's not your content. Not your content, Josh. Come on. 
he comes from in and so Barstool has their whole sport, sports book thing. So he goes, my exclusive long gambling formula is live. It's literally just betting against the Pirates every single game, no matter what. So there's some free betting advice for you. I hate it, but like it made me like I just the Pirates are such a joke, and it's just so stupid that they're such a joke. And yeah, so that that's it. I mean, that's that's what I got. Like like I said, if the Pirates make the playoffs. I will cut off all of my appendages. This year. This year. Oh, okay. This year. Oh, okay. So hold me to it. I'll even give you the next five years, honestly. <laughs> I talk honestly, you could. You could. So rude. That's so rude. I'm just being like I'm just being honest. I mean, keep Brian Hayes on his way out in the next two years. <laughs> I'm For sure. He's, he's gonna go, he's gonna get a, an all star game or two, you know, and he's, they're gonna be like, Oh wow, we can get you know, three other prospects that we don't even know who they are. <laughs> Ship them out. Next thing you know, he's the next Trevor Glass now. Okay, that's just rude. An icon. That's just. <laughs> that's just kind of rude. The Musgrove thing surprised me though, because Musgrove he's always had like he always had like a four ERA. That's that shocked me, but I guess you go to a, you know, good hitters park, I guess, in PNC. Oh, man. It's yeah. so sad. It's just stupid. Really? Josh, can you play us out? Yeah, I'm going to play us out because I definitely have a song I've heard. So. Yeah, sure. Just, I'm going to play us out. You can cut it. I was going to play this one for you. Oh, they're going to do this one. No. <laughs> so let's get... Cut it, cut it, Kellen. Cut it. I didn't have it ready. I don't have the radio edited version. Cut it. <laughs> I'm fading this out. 